The battleground this election is Georgia. We got to fight like we've never fought before. A historic rematch for governor. Democracy only works when we work for it. In control of the Senate. It is time for me to get out and fight. Will all be decided here. Welcome to the blue Georgia. Know what's really going on with the Politically Georgia podcast from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. We were there before all this media attention. Our team of journalists are the authority on the campaign trail. The results will have implications for years to come. Politically Georgia, hosted by AJC political insiders Greg Bluestein and Patricia Murphy. Follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Carvana. Carvana is in the business of driving you happy. And with the widest selection of used cars under $20,000, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. They even offer customizable financing so you can plan your down and monthly payments. To shop thousands of affordable vehicles 100% online, download the app or visit Carvana.com. Availability may vary by market. John and I are geniuses when it comes to negoti- negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are pretty good at it. Yeah. You've weaseled your way into doing absolutely nothing. I'm actually quite impressed. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to see my dick. You're about to see my little baby dick. I'm not showing you the full-fledged boner dick, because you don't deserve that. The full the boner dick? <laughs> Is that redundant? History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast. Kevin, John, and Greg are not experts, historians, or even all that smart. Welcome to History Defeats Itself. My name is Kevin. I am joined, as always, by John and Greg. We are very excited to be back after taking a summer break. How are you you guys? Did you enjoy the break? Yeah, I liked uh, fishing on the Arctic. Yeah. And you went fishing in the Arctic? Yeah. Didn't John get in a fight with some Russian boxer? Yes. No, I got in a fight with a bull. And a Russian boxer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You were Rocky, remember? Mm -hmm. You went rock climbing, Greg. You didn't go on an expedition. I went to sleepaway camp. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sleepaway camp. Yeah. I got homesick. (laughs) I threw (laughs) up in my cot. (laughs) They they kept telling me that I couldn't be there. I was way too old. I'm like, nope. It's summer break. I'm doing what I want. My mom kept sending me. (laughs) The cookies, but I never saw the cookies. I don't know. Those counselors were taking them. I'm, John's like a, a 47-year-old camper <laughs> doing archery. Making crafts. Fucking, making crafts. Fucking Basket weaving. Nothing but Elmer's glue and popsicle sticks. Still got picked last for sports, though. Amazingly. <laughs> uh, I did. I did. So... If you are new to the show, thanks for listening. We are a comedy podcast that looks at events or people from the past and wonders, why do we never learn from our history? Only one of us knows the topic and the other two are in the dark, learning as we go. If you are a regular listener or historian, as we like to call our dedicated fans, welcome back. We missed you all very much. We took the month of August off partially because we could use the break, but we also wanted to do some retooling of the show, our our topics and discussions were getting a bit heavy, wouldn't you say? I think yes. so. Yeah. That's why we re- re- retooled. Yes, That's we right. retooled. We got tools that were lighter. When, when we, we got lighter guns, tools. <laughs> <laughs> when we did guns, abortion, and 9-11, that was, yeah, that was what, that 9-11 episode. That was the one we are like, all right, we got we to gotta mix it up. We did a 9-11? No, we didn't. No, okay. we didn't. <laughs> I we think didn't. it was probably when we went human rights to guns, <laughs> like back to back. <laughs> I was like, okay, something's yeah. got to give. 
Yeah, so, I think I definitely got some in, internal brain bleed. Yeah. <laughs> Which is where I like to keep my brain bleeds. Yeah. <laughs> internal. Ideally. Ideally, they stay inside. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But uh, I think I think you know we talked about it and we were feeling the weight of the world a little bit and all its shittiness, uh, you know. So we kind of lost our way. So we decided to regroup, get back to being funny. We're gonna focus on events of the past, talk about what happened, and look at how people could have done better. And I think that will uh, hopefully be less uh, less of a reminder of the shittiness of everyday life these days. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. But, sounds but like, you, wait, you know what? By the way, not the most uplifting <laughs> like format for a show. Yeah, <laughs> the shittiness of life. Yeah. right. Well, join us for our... we're, we're just as depressing as before. No, no, no. Join I said our... we're not going to right. focus on the shittiness of, of our new po- our, our next podcast. Our second podcast we're going to do. The world is shitty. That's the one you don't want to listen to if you don't want to feel depressed. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, this a... one, this one's uplifting. We, yeah, instead of like trigger we're... alerts, we'll do like depression alerts. Yeah. You know? This this episode is going to make you cry. Yes. Do you know anybody, and, and I'm not making fun of people, but do you know anyone in your personal lives that you think would be listening to a podcast and on the intro they say, trigger alert, and they would actually be like, fuck, I, fuck those guys. <laughs> you guys I, know I have a peanut allergy and you I keep talking about peanuts. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't think that's what they mean by that. Well, it's probably rape, but peanut rain, that could be one of them. Look right now, Greg. Uh, I think like a, that's a microaggression. You're coming at me with your peanut allergy. That's a yeah. As a man with a peanut allergy, I take that as a microaggression that you even joke about it. Would you say that you're uh, peanut woke? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's called poke. I'm pokey. <laughs> pokey. Incidentally, yeah, pokey. I love peanuts, but I eat too many of them, and it upsets my stomach. Because like <laughs> you're old. It's hard to stop eating peanuts it until is. they're all gone. It is. It's they're just actually I do that with all food. <laughs> I Never like- mind. I like peanuts espanol. Those are my oh, favorite. Oh yeah, Spanish peanuts. Yeah, yes, they're yes, like yes. a little, oh, a little sweeter. Like a little I like sweeter. candy, candy peanuts. Oh, oh those, those are good. Okay, those okay. are good. I thought we were just talking raw. If we're just raw dogging peanuts, <laughs> <laughs> if you're just putting your dick in the bag of peanuts, shelled or unshelled, well, I mean, either way, way it's fine. Sure, no one else will get. We'll take them. You know <laughs> that you could eat the whole bag. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think just the thought of a peanut like being f- jammed right into your pee hole. Mm. How big it, is your pee hole? Hurts. Yeah, like that's how, that sounds your, painful. If you're jamming your dick into a bag of peanuts, like a sleeve of peanuts, I, I think you'll get one right in there. I just and then feel like I think I the disagree. rest of your head would be fine. I think the rest of your head can handle it. But then it gets below that, you know, that sensitive part below I'm, the. I'm more concerned with chafage than getting a getting an actual peanut in my pee hole. That seems. A I don't bit... think you need a big one, or even like maybe a little salt in there. It's not going to feel good. That is Our the salt podcast. is a good point. <laughs> Our third, podcast, our third podcast we're going to do is going to cover the dick peanut science. <laughs> so, it's a topic I that is never talked about. It yeah. needs to be Nobody. Right? I think it's better to just have sex with a jar of peanut butter. Not, uh, oh, not, okay. not with, not, not the chunky one. Mm, mm-hmm. Smooth. You want to go smooth and creamy. Yeah. Yeah. Smooth and creamy. I don't know. I like a Maybe little heat texture. Maybe heat it up a little bit. You like a little yeah. bit of little, texture? I like a, a little, little texture bit. in my food sex. <laughs> so... Have you guys ever had food sex? I haven't. No. But I feel like if I was going to, I would do a watermelon because there's seeds in there, and I feel like those seeds would somehow give it like a little bit more oomph, you know? Have you ever eaten any food while you've had sex? I have. I've Me had a taco. T- I've eaten a taco while having sex. Okay. That's a little on the nose. Was it a Del Taco? 
Of course it was. <laughs> Are there other tacos? Did you, did you have to do that thing where you turn your head sideways? <laughs> no, while I got cheese. Taco I got cheese. Sure gravity's on your side. I got cheese all over them. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. Fucking well, tacos are tough to eat, man. They you are. really do got to turn your I feel face like grapes way. are more of a eat while having sex food because that's that's pretty. You just throw them in your mouth and keep having sex. Grapes over so tacos is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you think grapes that? are easier to eat while you have sex than tacos? Yeah, I would say most people would agree with you there. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you have to do is have sex like doggy style. That way, the buttocks works as a shelf. So if you are eating tacos, you just. <laughs> Put a plate right there. <laughs> yeah, you can have your salsa and stuff there yeah. and do a little dippy dip. And maybe have like a bar. shop vac in case you get some cheese in the crack. <laughs> and if you're on the <laughs> other end, <laughs> if you're on the other end of that, you just put it right on the bed. You know, like you just got it right in front of you. You could dip into some nachos. It's actually pretty perfect. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm hungry and horny. <laughs> <laughs> you're facing the right direction to watch some TV. That's right. You, there's a lot of options here. Actually, we just opened up a whole sex. new world for people. <laughs> yeah. I don't want the sex. I just want the nachos and TV. <laughs> so now, okay, that's changed the whole dynamic. <laughs> Basically, I just want dinner. Basically, I just want to have dinner. I'm really hungry, <laughs> and I kind of want to watch Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last time we do a podcast. <laughs> All right. So anyway, we hope you enjoy the new and improved show. We are super excited about the changes. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram. We are also working on a newsletter. More to come on that. And anything else, guys, before we get started? Okay. So I went to the doctor the other day. Oh, Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ. I didn't mean it seriously. And I got my results. (laughs) You took a bunch of blood work and like I had a prescription for antibiotics and (laughs) And and then I got this link to go look at your blood work and go look at all these things. And these are all the conditions you have. And because I'm Jewish, there's a lot of them. And the first one, they're in alphabetical order. The first one said abnormal weight gain. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, did you get a bigger scientific fuck you? Did you call him and say there's nothing abnormal about it? I just eat a lot of fucking food. (laughs) I eat and drink too much. Yeah. Abnormal weight gain. I'm not. I'm, I haven't even gained any weight. As a matter of fact, I've lost weight. Never mind. I'm not going to fight this battle. <laughs> I don't know. Clearly, you haven't lost weight, or else the whole it would have been maybe like like normal weight loss, not abnormal. Well, so weight here's gain. a no, no, no. Here's what happened. He gained a lot of weight since his last physical, and then he started losing it recently. But if you go back to his last physical, the doctor's like, "Wow, and we you know, put, John, you put on." <laughs> put on 700 pounds how is that humanly possible but greg's like but i lost 20 so you know how you know much weight you have to gain for it to be abnormal (laughs) because that would imply there's also a normal weight gain (laughs) this is like this has been very rapid Okay, are you done? Is that all that you need to do or can we get into the episode like we talked about making these episodes shorter we're not off to a very good start it's been a while since we've been together, and that I need true. you guys that for therapy. True. That is true. You need to. Uh, well, okay. Since we're sharing things, there's stuff that I I also oh, went to the doctor, uh, and I am for the first time in my life. I'm, I'm going to go get the colonoscopy, so I'm kind of excited about that. Right? Never Can I go? Those. It's yeah, it's absolutely. pretty hot. Ah, uh, I didn't mind it. People don't like it. I thought it was well. They, well, they knock you out. So adventure. Well, no, the, pro- the problem oh, is the, the night before oh, yeah. when you have to clean out your system. That's the part that's no fun. They actually don't knock you out. But they give you something that just makes you forget what happened. It's like the yeah, it's like the Twilight stuff, like where you're just like, yeah. what? They they if make I you watch you, Twilight I'd... and then you fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so you wake you're you're sleeping pouty. 
you're, sw- you're 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 an angsty teen and you're fine with it. <laughs> you're emo. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the emo knockout drug. Anyway, I have to now, but they did blood work, and now I have to go see a hematologist because there is some uh, very strange things happening in my blood that they're worried about. So, like cool. this, this could be my last episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's make it count. Okay, well, on that note, should we get started? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fun. We're running out oh, of time. I forgot to tell you guys, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. September 19th, 1980. Oh, God damn it. Jimmy Carter led the nation. Diana Ross was atop the Billboard charts with, with Upside Down. Smokey and the Bandit 2 delighted movie-going audiences. And Greg began his final year of college. Because <laughs> he's old. That's an old joke. <laughs> I got an ageism lawsuit coming your way, bud. But the biggest news of the day came out of Damascus, not the Damascus in Syria. Are you researching but Damascus, what right now? Arkansas? <laughs> yeah, he just said that. I just said that. Kansas. There is Lebanon, Lebanon, Kansas, Tennessee. There. Mm-hmm. Are you researching what happened? <laughs> no. <laughs> no I'm, I'm reading about my topic now. So, real quick, much of what we're going to talk about tonight comes from a 2018 article on inter- interestingengineering.com by Maverick Baker. Great name. Great that is name. a great name. That's, that's for sure a made-up name. It's way better than any of our names. Do you, do you think his best friend was called Goose and he died? I hope so. I really, I really... Too. Well, I don't want him to die, but I hope that his best friend was named Goose. And hopefully he's still alive. Like Goose McCoy. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think geese age well. <laughs> his best friend was actually a goose yeah and that he fed him little pieces tree. of bread <laughs> which is bad which causes his stomach to swell and he did he did he play beach volleyball with him <laughs> he was the only one with a shirt on <laughs> nearly a hundred feet tall and hidden beneath the ground just under four miles from damascus arkansas was the Titan II Missile Complex. Not many people even knew it was there. It didn't look like anything special, but it housed what was, at the time, the most powerful warhead the U.S. had ever operated at 9.5 megatons. To put it into perspective, this warhead was three times more powerful than all of the bombs used by all of the armies in World War II combined, including the two nukes that the U.S. dropped on Japan. That's pretty pretty powerful. So it had a small dick. It had a yeah. <laughs> it, drove, it drove a Hummer. Let's just say that. So does that mean that that bomb would destroy all of Europe? Um, How is he going to answer that fucking question? Well, I don't know because like when they do that, right? When they're like to put it in perspective, it was as powerful as all the da 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 da. How does that put it in perspective? Because I don't well, know. Anything I mean, if about you think anything. about the those bombs, like you know, a lot of those bombs were smaller bombs that just were dropped. Shut up, John. Yeah, maybe not a fucking asking, military expert. Maybe if instead of asking a question as if someone's going to answer it here, you could just ponder. I okay. wonder if. Okay. I wonder. I wonder. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't asking that. Right. It wasn't a. <clears throat> the question wasn't directed at either one of you idiots. It was really more <laughs> for someone who may be listening who's more intelligent than any of us. If anyone's more intelligent, intelligent than us, they're not listening. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably true. Oh, that's but if you damn. are more intelligent, write us at history defeats itself at gmail.com and tell us how much smarter you are than we are. Right. All of, we won't understand the letter, the email, but yeah, we won't fine. be able to read it, but it'll be nice to get some, you know, correspondence. We yeah. like all of our listeners to be just as dumb, if not dumber than us. 
Yeah, preferably. Late afternoon on that day, September 19th, 1980, a two-man maintenance team was waiting to finish up their routine maintenance for the day. This is a problem. I could tell. They were exhausted. Yep. They routinely worked 12 to 14 hours days. Too much. They had Well, cuz one- that's what you want. People who are really tired around nuclear warheads. Absolutely. No, that's a good <laughs> yeah. that's a yeah. that's a solid just- solid plan. He's describing two janitors, by the way, right, right. now. I don't and think they, it's and like... instead of instead of like having water fountains, they have beer fountains. So throughout <laughs> the day, they're drinking beer because that's also smart. And maybe you know what? It's it's a fucking Wednesday. You give them a little bit of blow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You... That'll make them too uppity. Just give them a little that's... bit of weed to take the edge off. You know. That's true. Yeah. I don't think you're allowed to use the word uppity. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to figure because, out what that means. Because he's so uppity, he's like too uppity to use the word uppity. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to have fun on this podcast. <laughs> the maintenance team had one more repair to make. One of the fuel tanks was low on pressure. Hey, you're you're telegraphing this story as not being good. <laughs> <laughs> but the hydraulic lift that took them down to the missile was not working. Okay. They were, they were waiting for that to be fixed so that they could take care of the repair, and they had to wait quite a while. So what they do order a pizza? They probably yes. They actually they 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 laid down and just kind of took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Yeah. Okay. So finally they get the okay to go down and they put all their protective gear on, which is like, you know, all the crazy get-ups and all that. And they headed into silo. Now, to get in, you were given a code on a piece of paper and you would enter the silo, call up to the commander and read him the code on the piece of paper. And once approved, you were required to light the piece of paper with the code on it on fire and place it in a metal box. <laughs> All right, that's smart. So apparently the technology didn't exist to create different codes, to, to, to not let the code work anymore. Like, I don't know, like what? Do you have one code that you just keep reusing? Why don't they just text it? Just it, Yeah, yeah, that's right. Idiots in 1980. Just text yeah. it. So, okay, so just a little recap. Just want to make sure I'm following this correctly. These guys overworked, had to wait a really long time to go in the lift, wearing protective clothing, which I don't know if that really matters or not to the story, going, nor- going towards somewhere where a fuel tank is having problems and lighting stuff on fire. Now, I do believe there was quite a door between the little match thing and the fuel tank. But there's also a nap. There was a nap. Yeah. <laughs> so but it's, but the it's not right part. now. That was earlier. Right. That was a power nap. We canceled the tired part. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know how good of a nap it was, though. They weren't it specific, been, you know? You know, you wake up sometimes more groggy. Than oh, God. If you only you get like five minutes, that. it's worse than if you d- oh. if you didn't nap at all. Yeah. Do you so think who they knows? spooned in their nap? I, you know what? That would have helped. The that warmth. Would've... The body warmth. Cozy. So what happened, Kevin? So now they're in and they're heading for the rocket. Uh, according to newly mandated Air Force regulations, they were supposed to use this new torque wrench when working on the missile. Uh-oh. However, Airman David P. Powell forgot it back in the truck. Now, it was a long process to go back up, and neither of them really wanted to do it. And again, long day, tired, annoyed with having to wait. They'd have to go back up, take off all their gear, get the wrench, get a new code, put the gear back on. I mean, you could kind of see why they might just say, fuck it. What else, what else do we have to work on this thing, right? Right. It's just a nuclear it's warhead. It's just What's a nuclear warhead. But, but this was a new regulation and Powell decided to use the socket wrench he'd used many times rather than well, going sure. back yeah, up. He's, you know? I've used that before. This thing just, I mean, instead of righty-tighty, we're going to go a little lefty-loosey, 
But yeah, this is going to work. Goddamn right. Goose Powell. All right, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. I think if he's done it before, it makes sense to try and do it again. I do too. I'm with you, Mr. Yeah. Powell. I don't think, I think it wasn't it. it wasn't unreasonable. I just you know yeah. I've been lazy before. Hey, <laughs> I sometimes I walk outside my apartment without chapstick, and I'm like, I can't go back. I'm outside. I walk outside without pants, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all the way in there. I'll just risk where, it. Where do you put your keys? Um, you know what? It's you just you figure it out. You know, yeah. you figure prison it out. wallet. So they get to the place where they need to make the repairs, and they're about sixty-five feet up the rocket, and they get to work on fixing it. So the socket wrench he's using it was huge. It was like a, it's got like a three-foot handle on it. It's a, it's a, you know, this, this is this is a fucking missile. So it's the tools required are not the kind of things you have like in your in your little toolkit in your car. You know, you don't know. That's true. You don't know what I don't really know what you do. Yeah, yes, that's Some, true. John. Sometimes I like to rebuild an engine. You need big fucking wrenches for that. When Sears went out of business, John did snap up a bunch of Craftsman <laughs> wrenches. Yeah. <laughs> John does love a good clearance. Sale. So maybe, maybe keep maybe keep the condescension, condescending attitude. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll keep yeah. the condoms to myself. To thyself. <laughs> so and the condensation. Yeah. As he worked, uh, he struggled. With the socket, so the 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 socket wasn't clicking well into the wrench handle, so it was it would uh, you know it was the wrong one. It wouldn't stay in in the in the socket wrench, and you know like it just doesn't click in. So he had to use two hands. Did he try going to metric? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what was the problem. Was. Did you change the nut out or the? So, somehow he was using Kelvin, which is a measurement of temperature, but he like, somehow that's what he was using on the wrench. Was this guy my dad? Let's be honest. He had a pair of pliers, okay? He had a pair of pliers, and he was just trying to see, I can fix it. I can fix it. I swear. God, if me and my dad went down there. Yeah, it like, would be a much different situation. Hurry, hold the light. You keep fucking moving the light. I can't see what yeah. I'm doing. I yeah. said the crescent wrench. <laughs> I said the crescent That's wires. I don't know what a crescent wrench is. I'm three. Did, this came up on this podcast before. We still don't know what a crescent wrench is. <laughs> I, I do. Because I got beat with one. So, um, so he had to use two hands to keep the socket uh, in place. And his partner, Jeff Plum, was helping to hold it. <laughs> in place and doing titty uh, twisters and doing titty twisters <laughs> stop hitting yourself stop, stop hitting yourself stop hitting yourself <laughs> I'm trying to hold this three foot fucking socket that's like me and John down there and I'm 60 feet off the fucking ground <laughs> so Plum uh, pa- Powell told Plum to go ahead and just let go he's like I've got it and he's like pa- God, pa- Plum's guys. like you sure and Powell's like I-, I assure you I've got it but he didn't <laughs> Plum let go and Powell lost his grip, and the socket, which was eight pounds, by the way, the socket, fell. Uh-oh. It ricocheted off the launch silo and redirected toward the Titan II's first stage fuel reserve tank, hit the tank, and <laughs> punctured it, causing the liquid fuel to leak and evaporate into a toxic steam. Dude, did they have that flex seal stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Grab the duct tape. We're going down. Flex seal. I wonder if that would have worked. What a great commercial. That guy would have had a field day with that. <laughs> That's fucked up. Can you imagine the luck of that? From your kitchen so sink random. to a Titan II rocket. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could float on it. It's fine. <laughs> so as toxic fumes... Uh, continued to rise they realized they needed to evacuate so they got the hell out of there 
a fire was detected a little while later, and the fire suppression system doused the rocket with 98,000 gallons of water, but the toxic fumes continued to rise. Mm. So that didn't work. Okay. You know what they should have done? 100,000 gallons yeah, of water. Yeah, they, they just missed it by yeah. 2,000 yeah. gallons. <laughs> so six and a half hours after the socket fell, the Air Force sent in two specially trained emergency techs. They were part of the... Were they the same guys? <laughs> <laughs> Plum Powell, get in there, goddammit. Hey, guys, we don't have a big crew, so we're going to need you to go back in. We're going to need you to join the Air Force. Listen, you two, stop spooning and get in there and fix this fucking problem. <laughs> we know you need a nap before you get to work. We're going to need you to wait because we still have to fix this hydraulic lift. It's still not working right. <laughs> <laughs> so they were part of the propellant transfer system team. Uh, the Titan was developed in the 60s, and it still used liquid fuel. You had a tank with liquid fuel next to a tank of oxidizer, and when those two met, boom. What happened, Kevin? Boom. <laughs> love. Love. Love met. <laughs> not, not anything related to love. Hot, so a highly trained love. team had to take care of, of a situation like this. Well, if there's anything I've learned about science, you could just say it's not going to happen. And <laughs> it doesn't happen. You know, it doesn't did, happen. Um, did anyone suggest, yeah, just let it fucking burn? <laughs> Do you remember that nuclear warhead that was on top? I mean, here's the I thing think about the Joker nu- said that. <laughs> <laughs> there happened to be like $6 billion in cash inside the. <laughs> Well, those uh, nuclear warheads are probably pretty expensive. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're pricey. Somewhere. They're pricey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Amazon even does. Don't even you can't even get that on uh, what's Amazon no. Day? And, and you know what? what? The, the, the shipping would kill you anyway. You know, what I mean, like they, they don't. Offer, that's not a prime deal. That's not a prime. Well, deal. That's, that's one thing that would get free delivery. The <laughs> shipping think? would definitely kill the driver from the radiation poisoning. <laughs> so it lights up a cigarette. Those guys have harsh enough conditions as it is. Yeah, they do. Yeah, right. Senior Airman David Lee Livingston and Sergeant Jeff Damn K. It, Kennedy. Why can't he be David Lee Roth? <laughs> <laughs> and Sergeant Jeff K. Kennedy entered the silo hoping to stop or at least slow the rise of the toxic steam. They quickly realized that the vapor levels were far too dangerous, and if it was exposed to oxygen, a cataclysmic explosion would likely occur, so they also got the hell out of there. <laughs> It was 3.01 a.m., and they were steps away from the silo when it finally exploded. So I just want to, real quick, so what it sounds like is you got four guys who are all quitters. Yeah, didn't didn't see things through. Right, yeah. All right. So... Way uh, to go, Plum Powell, Livingston, and the other guy. David Lee Roth. (laughs) (laughs) I have some bad news about David Lee Roth in a second. (laughs) So uh, when this explosion happens, the 740-ton silo door was catapulted away from the silo, and a fireball rose almost 2,000 feet into the air. Is that how fireball started? That is, that is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, actually, it's fireball used to be... Red cinnamon. It, it used to be called Dr. McGillicuddy's like, cinnamon whiskey or something like that. Did it really? Yeah, that was then, too. That was too wordy. They rebranded. <laughs> they totally rebranded, and it was, it was like the best rebranding ever. Um, the warhead, you know, the one that's three times more powerful than all the bombs in World War II, landed about a hundred feet from the launch complex's entry gate, but did not detonate. 
the safety features prevented any loss of radioactive material. It's like one of those fireworks that a bunch of drunk guys are standing over trying to go, hey, this thing's a dud. Is this a dud? Let's kick it. Let's and then, ki- boom! boom. <laughs> Here, put, it, put it down your pants. It's not going to work anyway. <laughs> do, you th- do you guys think Dr. McGillicuddy and Dr. Pepper went to the same medical school? I think so. Yeah. Right. The beverage <laughs> university. They knew yeah. they were they were both in med school, and they're like, uh, "I'm not going to pass this class." Or something. <laughs> like, yeah, wanna, what are you thinking about doing? Starting a soda company. What are you thinking about doing? A whiskey company? <laughs> Fucking a. Let's do this. Yeah. We could probably mix them together. We'll call it a fire pepper. And Mister Mister Pib like failed. <laughs> Mister <laughs> Mr. Pib didn't even get into the program initially. Yeah. <laughs> We're just calling you Pib, buddy. You don't even get Mister so, anymore. So, so the wait. How much did the it was seven hundred fifty? How much was the warhead? The door. No, no. The door that was thrown was seven hundred forty tons. That's a lot of fucking a door. Fair amount of fair amount of weight behind that door, and that's, that's what like, that did. That's like if you had seven hundred and fifty bulls that just shot out. Well, think about air. it this way too. That. Impact caused that 740-ton door to catapult without the warhead going off. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it wasn't even the warhead that caused that. That was just that was just the explosion from from the from the gas, the fuel meeting the oxidizer. Yeah, that's weird. That's crazy. Damn. Yeah. So tragically, but amazingly, only one person died from this incident. Uh, Air Force Sergeant David Lee Roth Livingston died the next oh, day. Shit from chemical pneumonia from the vapors. And 21 people were injured, including Livingston's partner, uh, who had respiratory issues from inhaling the oxidizer. But he did live, and honestly, hats off to Sergeant uh, David Lee Roth Livingston, but one person in a situation like that is pretty like, yeah. holy shit. Like, yeah. that could have been that could have been horrible. You know? Yeah, especially if that warhead would have gone off. Well, <laughs> yes. And that, then that would have been, you know... Three million people. In well, the- here's here's that's interesting you say that because it was less than I thought. So before I get to that, they they never repaired the launch complex. Just so you know, they retrieved the warhead, and then the site was buried under a mound of gravel, soil, and small concrete debris. They just was like they they were like, let's pretend this didn't exist. Do you think that they really decided to kill this guy and they came up with this elaborate fucking plan Ooh. to say? Oh yeah, this is uh, this is what happened. It was like a warhead situation, but really they just pushed him down a flight of stairs. That's a really that's door. kind of a significant uh, conspiracy theory you got going there, Greg. Yeah, yeah, I think it's accurate. well because they they didn't like the band Van Halen. Is that why? It was 1980. Yeah. Are you kidding me? They were like that on the cusp of being huge. <laughs> yeah, they were on their. They were, that was their. Yeah, it was four years before 1984. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yes, yeah, that's that math checks out. <laughs> That was that was twenty years before the year two thousand. Let's do this all night. <laughs> I'm already bored. Come for it. the comedy. Stay for the math. <laughs> <laughs> so, to answer your question, John, what, what what could have happened? There's a there's an an interactive online map called Nuke Map, which shows what could have happened if the warhead had exploded in the silo, and it estimates that three thousand fatalities would have occurred. Nine thousand. Eh. 9,000 injuries and the radioactive fallout damage would have reached Atlanta, which was three, which is 373 miles away from Damascus. Yeah, I did not, not realize great. Arkansas and Georgia were that close. Also didn't realize that that I mean, I'm not saying I'm not knocking 3,000 fatalities, but you'd think with a nuclear warhead that big that yeah. it'd be worse. But that's why they put them where they put them, you know. There's less people around. 
So, yeah. <laughs> that's what they, that's their logo. Yep. We put them where we put them. There's less people here. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 nu- the nuclear program really does need to work on its marketing. So yeah. I'm curious, and I'm curious because somewhere in there you said that they built these in the 60s, so they were still using fuel. Liquid What fuel. do they use? What do they use now? There's a, a hardened fuel that they use now. Oh, like yeah. a solid, like a solid <laughs> it's fuel. Like, it's like Viagra fuel. It's All Viagra. Right. It's a solid fuel that they use now. What the fuck does that mean? Dude, that's I don't, don't fucking know. I'm a, you should be impressed I even had an answer for that. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> I was pretty impressed. Yeah. I was waiting for the other fucking shoe to drop. No, yeah. no. They have a solid fuel that they use nowadays. And and in, in 1980, when this all happened, they they did have that technology this was just an older missile that they still felt was 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 a good option, and I mean, aside from socket falling, it was working just fine. <laughs> How yeah, did they does know it? like this all happened the way it happened? They just like were like, yeah, we were going to get the right tool, but we got too lazy. And blah, no, blah, the blah, guys blah. admit straight up admitted it. Like they're, yeah. I read articles where they uh, the where the other <laughs> the other guy. Plum, not not the guy who dropped it, told the story, and and it's it's it is it's it's what happened. It's been all told by. There was a book called Command and Conquer, or no, Command and Control, and uh, and then a, a documentary for PBS was made on that book. And um, I started watching the documentary, and then I and then I stopped because I was like, this is gonna make this episode way too long if I start. <laughs> God knows, I better stop watching this. We're trying to Kevin, keep these episodes. Kevin short. just plays the audio from the PBS documentary. Yeah. That's our first podcast. Yeah, I just yeah, I just like tape uh, it to the microphone and just go downstairs and watch TV. And we're just and we're making jokes. You guys are just like, should we say something? Like, oh. <laughs> so weird. Meanwhile, Kevin's watching Parks and Rec. <laughs> So, uh, so needless to say, uh, people were fairly upset after all this happened. Um, the Air Force said that this was a result of human error and that the Titan missile was totally dependable. I would argue that if a socket can cause something like this, even an eight-pound socket could cause something like this to happen, then dependable might not be the right word. So yeah. I kind of feel like we're betraying our country here because if there's any like terrorist or you know like bad agents against the U.S. listening to this, they're going to know all they got to do is just arm themselves with eight pound sockets. No, no we don't use rockets. liquid fuel anymore. Oh right, we use yeah. solid fuel. We use which nobody fuel. knows what that is. <laughs> <laughs> there goes John's stupid idea about yeah. trying to inform terrorists. Would be would be bad actors. <laughs> so this is interesting. I got. I, I, I'm going to read this one from uh, from from the article from from a different article that I read. Military leaders explained that a safety switch had to be turned off at the command center in order for the warhead to activate. Because the explosion in the silo was unintentional, the safety switch was never flipped. On the Would other it be hand, funny if that socket bounced twice <laughs> to the safety like switch? One time, one time it pops the hole, and the other time it bounces. And then hits Not the sure funny switch. is the right word, but they're like, <laughs> they're like, why did we keep the switch in the very room? The switch should the not room. have been this close to the maintenance workers. <laughs> yeah. um, but on the other hand, a safety engineer who worked at the Titan II believed the Homer one Simpson? safety switch could have been easily overpowered by extreme heat or other unpredictable conditions. And says Arkansas was very lucky that day, and that's the only time they've ever been lucky. But <laughs> the only time, yeah. Well, go raise your backs. They did have Clinton. They did. They did. He was charming. So that <laughs> that's pretty good. So no, the, it was terrible. 
<laughs> I mean, fucking, who's the guy it's, from It's a Wonderful Life? It started out good. <laughs> Jimmy it's Stewart. Like, it's like if Clinton. Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, he's Jimmy Stewart. My Clinton, Clinton. is a Clinton. not here. It's yeah. in Bill's house. <laughs> and it's in Fred's house. It's in Fred's house. <laughs> and it's going into metric sockets. <laughs> and three foot long crescent wrenches. Would have been funny, like, if. if if only one person would have died, but it would have been from the socket wrench, like flying miles outside and like landing in like Atlanta. Some guy in Atlanta dies from an eight pound socket that Just falls. Just sitting in, the in sky. his living room watching TV, he's like, "What the fuck is that?" Just hits him right in the face. Is that metric? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's standard. And then he was full of fuel, and that started a fire in that house. He uh, was actually building a bomb to <laughs> blow up something. He was a domestic terrorist. His dad was building a bomb and he kept on yelling at him for the right wrench. <laughs> I said a fucking crescent wrench. <laughs> and this has just been all one log advertisement for Craftsman. Craftsman Tools. <laughs> Craftsman Tool. Lifetime guarantee. Craftsman Tools. We're still here. <laughs> Even though Sears isn't. Uh, side note, the Titan missile site was originally in Searcy, Arkansas. And in the 60s, during an upgrade and maintenance project. An ex- Wasn't that a character from Game of Thrones? It was. It was. Yep. Just want to make sure. She was the queen. Bend the knee, motherfucker. During an upgrade and maintenance project, an explosion occurred, killing 53 men. Oh, Jesus. They were asphyxiated when the blast and fire sealed the means of escape and the complex filled with smoke. That's a rough way to go. Uh, after that, they moved the site to Damascus, and after the Circe incident, a strong anti-nuclear movement gained traction, and that, of course, intensified after the explosion in Damascus. Public pressure caused then-President Ronald Reagan to end the Titan II missile program a year after the, uh, the explosion uh, at Damascus. According to AtomicArchive.com, there have been 32 broken arrows or nuclear weapon accidents since 1950. Also, a fine motion picture from the 90s starring John Travolta, John Travolta. and uh, Christian Slater. Yeah. yeah. I loved that movie when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I can't imagine terrible. how bad it probably would be to watch now. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Like, Go back and watch anything John Travolta's in. As far Christian as, like, Slater, too. Well, yeah. But, but like, John Travolta as an actor is just not good. No. Like, Outside I, of I, Pulp Fiction, he was great. Yeah. He was good in Saturday Night Fever, too. I like that movie. That movie is kind of dark. It's super depressing. dark. It's way darker yeah. than people realize. Yeah. It's bad. I like Grease, though. How can you not like Grease? I haven't seen it, remember? Oh, fuck. Although, right. cheers to uh, Olivia Newton-John. Lost her. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Pour one out. Yeah, pour one out. I'm going to have to watch a movie now. You know, just for her. So we she should, knows. So she knows. We, sh- we should all go down to the wash. Let's go Let's go down to the car wash. I agree. Not the car wash. <laughs> <laughs> the place where you race cars. Yeah. Watch. If, you're, if you're new to the show, that's a callback. <laughs> if you're new to comedy, a callback is when you make a reference oh, to something okay. that okay. happened a long time ago. If you're new to the Earth, stay away from Titan rockets. Yes. To date, to, to date this is a great, this is a great one. Uh, to date, six nuclear weapons have been lost and never recovered. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's great. Nothing. That's not that's great. Nothing. You know what's going on in Russia? <laughs> yeah, they're at war. It's like, there's like a billion nuclear weapons that are missing. Dude, six is six is too many. Well, that's like 32 broken. So 32 mistakes with nuclear weapons. Uh, 32, yeah. 
Yeah, so I, we don't call I, them mistakes. No, <laughs> broken arrows, John. Yeah. They wouldn't call it mistake. Mistakes too negative. <laughs> Nuki whoopsies. <laughs> it's not a problem until it's a problem. That's true. Mm. Nuki whoopsies. Six and six. That's so the name like, of you, uh, that's the name of Kevin's college band. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a safe word. So. <laughs> Nuki whoopsie. Nuki whoopsie. Nuki whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> you know many things have to go wrong for that to be deployed. He's definitely already bleeding a little bit. That is, that is a that is a high level safe word. That is like not many people know that one. Yeah, no, that's code brown. <laughs> Nuki whoopsie. <laughs> That's the title of this episode. <laughs> oh, good lord. So, <laughs> Titan 2. I uh, like the way you said it. Too. That was perfect. <laughs> Titan 2 <laughs> disaster was caused by human error, but given the history of nuclear disasters, you would think that it shouldn't be possible for something like this to happen from a socket in 19. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> just too. Just well, that's that's back when they were building they were building the actual rockets out of plastic, yeah. <laughs> out of recycled Legos yeah. to save money. Is that what the guy said when when the socket like pierced the fucking thing, dude? Nuki whoopsie, Nuki whoopsie, <laughs> and like one of them, David Lee Roth is. Like, oh no, that wasn't their name. Uh, what was the guy's Livingston? <laughs> Livingston's like he's like, hey, that's my safe word. <laughs> I'm confused. How did you know? <laughs> All right, guys, last call is here. Let's uh, let's make a toast to uh, to the people to, to to people's desire to destroy each other. Yeah. Cheers, gentlemen. I mean, Cheers. hey, we've got three years. We can we can get rid of this one. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Everything's gonna be. Everything's fine. Everything's gonna be just fine. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Thank you, guys. It's been. It's great seeing you again. I missed you guys. A lot of fun. We'll see you guys next time. Nuki whoopsies. <laughs> <laughs>